Hello and welcome to Two Filthy Nerds. We're filthy and we're nerds, and there's two of us, and we're Jews. We're Jews. I almost said Jews when you said filthy. Filthy, (laughs) two filthy Jews. Jews. Um, You sound like such an old Jewish grandma. Listen, listen. Let me tell you something right now. Am I from New York? Yes. Am I old? No. A woman never tells her age. So I'm a young. I'm a young Jewish grandmother. Young. She's thriving. We're alive. By the way, welcome you guys. Um, if you have not already, please leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to this. Ideally, if it's on the podcast app, five stars. Come on. Come on. Give us five stars. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Hope you like it. Hope if you are still listening, you want to give us five stars. I hope you're not hate listening. By the time you're listening to this, um, uh, Jess is on the road, you guys. She's doing shows. Uh, this will probably come out in time for the 28th and 29th. 29th and 30th. Uh, no 29th and 30th. About my shows. You guys are going to be in Philadelphia on the 29th. And Raleigh at Good Nights in Raleigh on the 30th of September. We are recording that show. We're filming it so I can have clips to go along with my album, which you should pre-order, Horny for Death. It's available for pre-order now on Apple Music and Amazon. And just find a link in my bio at JMS Comedy on Instagram or jmscomedy.com. Pre-order it. So hopefully I chart. Hopefully people see it. That's really cool that the company is also recording for clips. Yeah, it's great. Well, originally, they, they were recording for clips anyways, but we booked it uh, at the beginning of June, mm-hmm. and the shows were June, beginning of June or July. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was like two weeks out, and the shows were like the 15th and the 16th. It was one night only. Mm-hmm. So they booked those, and then, then I was like, yeah, I'll do it, but like, I'm not putting it out if I don't like it. Yeah. They're like, that's fine. They're like, we'll also book you at these other clubs, and if you want to re-record, we can record at those. Yeah. Because I was on the road nonstop with Melissa doing 20-minute Mm-hmm. sets and I was like my the first recording I had was the first time I did the hour since uh-huh, yeah before lockdown yeah we did not use the first recording uh, but the second recording you did and now you're gonna record hi-ya! now you're gonna record more so say, I'm gonna the do the video, same set and just get video. video and just put it out yeah as like it'll just be social media content really nice. um but yeah there's I kind of want to buy like nice cameras or a nice camera yeah. To do video content. Because it's like, I see it when it's done well. And I'm like, oh, that's good. It's, it makes a difference. Yeah. I hear. I don't know. I don't ever do it. We have a nice little camera for our podcast. We yeah. can see us streamed live. If you're a Patreon, pa- Patreon, patron. Words are hard. Patreon.com. Mm-hmm. Such two filthy nerds. Sun's going down, big guy. Uh, I'm turning into the Hulk. All right, let's get into <laughs> it. Uh, we are talking about, holy shit. It's fucking... It's time. Finally. I've been waiting for this for a while. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. Had you seen this yet? No. I have not seen any of this guy's Spider-Mans. Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man. What a little cutie. By the way, we got a glimpse of of him at the end of the last movie. Uh, Not Guardians, but before that. With the Battle of New York. In that movie, I was like, oh, you are so phenomenal. What a fun character. What a great sense of humor. Uh, it's just so play, playful, like such a great vibe. I thought he really nailed the Spider-Man character. Uh-huh. I liked his personality. You see that kind of, I mean, as we talked about with uh, Danny Jollis and our Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you know, he got into actors making choices. I, I liked Tom's choices. Makes really great choices. He really does. He does. Uh, yeah, I was excited. I would say I, the only full franchise I've seen of Spider-Man was the Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Which I loved. I 
still think it did a great job. But this is just bigger and better. And now we're seeing it mixed in with the Marvel Universe. I will never understand the choice to go hot Aunt May other than for a couple of quips by Iron Man. Because uh-huh. Aunt May is an old woman. I absolutely love uh, Marissa Tomei. Yeah, but it's like, how can you, how can you? I mean, she is just goddamn incredible. Um, She's great in everything she does. I I love that this movie jumps right into it. Oh, yeah. We get a little, uh, we touch on some backstory right after uh, the Battle of New York. We find out that uh, a, a contractor was hired to do cleanup. And then the contractor was ousted because Tony Stark was like, well, I'm going to clean it up. And it was like, well, you made the mess. That's kind of a conflict of interest. Uh, seems pretty unfair that uh, you get to benefit from the mess you made, but whatever. Yeah. And so the contract company, uh, it's this guy, Adrian Toomes. Not fucking happy. You just fucked us out of work. And one of the guys on his team grabs a little piece of alien uh, machinery. Yeah. He's like, grab any technology you fucking see. Fuck these people. And pack it. And they're going to use that for some bad shit. It's very, it's like picking up where we left off and then also setting up where the fuck we're going. And then cut forward eight years, eight years since the Battle of New York. That was a fucking huge jump. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, because that happened, the Battle of New York, Peter Parker wasn't out. We no. saw Peter Parker at the yeah. end of Captain America, okay. which was that far. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy how much time we're covering in this. I know. And it's also, well, it's so funny because we're watching them back to back. Yeah. But they had to like kind of justify it even making yeah. the movies because it's like that much time literally had passed. Yeah. So what are you going to do? And they want it to sound, seem present day. Yeah. Which is just crazy. They're like, we can't wait eight years. We've got money to make. But then also going present day makes me wonder, are new Marvel movies going to acknowledge COVID? Is that just going to be like, Oh, interesting. Are there going to be masks? Is that ever going to be mentioned? Or are they just go like, it's alternate universe 2020 where we didn't have a pandemic and people didn't lose yeah, their Yeah, I really wonder how uh, the pandemic will play out in, because it's it's the sort of thing where it like takes all the oxygen out of a room. Yeah, so like, I'm curious Ugh. to see how that'll look in any artistic, you know, creation depicting this time. Yeah, I'm... Uh... Like, nobody wants to watch a movie where every single conversation at some point talks about COVID because that's the way it is now. Yeah, it's depressing. You want an escape. That's what we go to the theater for. And that's yeah, where we so go to like, the non-theater. are we all just going to lightly address that huge thing? But I mean, like, yeah, they, they eventually do it with everything, don't they? They'll just make a weird... I mean, yeah, I wonder how it's going to look. In hopefully I'll case, be dead. Anyway, so uh, eight years in the future. Peter Parker is not a part of the Avengers, but he is, quote, in the Stark uh, internship. He has a Stark internship. Yeah, he's, uh, Tony Stark's like, you're not really ready to be a full Avenger. Mm -hmm. So you can just like say you're an intern. He's kind of creating this relationship of like, we're going to like stay in communication. I'll be in, I'll be in touch. This is an interesting thing that I found online. So, one of the reasons why Peter Parker... So if you watch this with us um, on our Patreon, you can be part of a crew of people. We all get together and watch it. Um, one of the ways you wa- we've watched all of these uh, Marvel movies is on Disney+. Plus. Mm. But this one was not on Disney+, Plus because it's owned by Sony Pictures. So it is... This home, uh, Spider-Man is within the Marvel franchise is owned by Sony. 
So is that still a thing, or if they that is why Spider Man um, may never be part of Marvel again? Like they may they may just go like fuck it. Yeah, because I think I it's, thought that they I bought it, them out. I I don't know, but there's like whole drama to it. I don't fully understand, but there's a an ownership disagreement. Um, yeah, I remember it being at, like, I remember it being a whole big deal that they were it was even in the franchise because Spider Man had been owned by someone else. Yeah, I don't know why I thought Universal. Yeah, I didn't I didn't fully understand it, but I was like, all right, well, that's a bummer because I fucking love Spider Man. But here's here's we pick up. And he's in this Stark internship program. He's basically acting kind of like the policeman for his neighborhood. Yeah. And that that was Tony Stark. Like, what do you just... It was so funny. Like, can't you just be like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, which is literally what he's called in all the comic mm-hmm. books. You're a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, you know? Um, I thought that was funny. He's not really doing anything for Stark. In case you're listening to this going, what internship? It's just a label. It's just what he's saying because... Uh, you know, it's basically the reality he reveals to his, his mom. To his mom is the reality his he aunt. reveals to everyone else. His aunt. aunt sorry, aunt. I keep saying mom, his mom is his very aunt. dead. Very dead. Um. Yeah. No. It's kind of like Tony wants him to do these smaller, you know, local hero tasks. To, yeah. Yeah. Get to, your. Get your. He's you. You got your training own. wheels on, kid. I mean, he you doesn't your, know that he like later finds out there's that some he literally setting, has his training wheels that on. It's called like. The training wheels. Uh, the training program. Yeah, yeah. Protocol. Training protocol. When he overrides. By the way, there's like so many things he's supposed to learn with this his new suit, which yeah. is a pretty badass suit. The suit has like hundreds of ways to shoot spider web. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't know about any of this. Anywho. So Parker's like involved. He's a he's an academic uh, decathlon. decathlon kid. He's a nerd. Uh, love it so much. But he and- quits. And he's like, I have to focus on my uh, uh, obligations to uh, my Stark internship program. Anyways, so he goes out at night and does he's, like vigilante he's shit. Spider-Man's around, but he's like, oh, I have to focus on this internship. By the way, his decathlon team, very upset. He's obviously a very smart guy. Yeah, very smart guy. Uh, so there's not- some crushes with the girls on the on the team. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's some some love interests, perhaps. But here's here's where it kicks off. Peter Parker Peter Parker picked a pack of pickle peppers. Uh, he witnessed some a goon squad, if you will, robbing an ATM across the street from his favorite corner store. Yeah, his favorite bodega. It's got a cat. They get the sandwich he likes. They set up a quick shot of like very clearly he visits this bodega a lot. Yeah, he walks in. It's the it's his cheers, and he sees these guys like using super advanced weapons to like cut out the wall. Yeah, and he's like, an hey. ATM. And he's like, he needs to thwart their attempt to rob this place. Yeah. So he goes in there. Does his whole. Does his thing. I'm going to get you. I'm Spider-Man. Gets them. Fucking chaos. Fucking chaos. Gets them, but not gets them, but, you know, stops. Stops the bank robbery. But in that uh, action, their crazy, powerful, whatever gun that like cuts through shit. Levels the bodega across the street. There's like an explosion of fire. He manages to get the, the guy who owns the bodega and, and the cat. cat thank God. nice. Um, out, but it's like. But, to, but at this point he's like, oh shit, these are some big fucking guns these dudes have. These aren't no, normal bad guy weapons. These, I would, these things were like throwing him around the room. So he's like, something's amiss. Yeah. So he's like, First of all, trying to like get in touch with Stark and 
can't can't get in touch with him. Calling Happy constantly. And he's like, hey, um, can you let Tony Stark know that I'm available? Oh, and also uh, this bank robbery just happened and these guys had some guns that were pretty fucking wild. Um, oh, by the way, on his way back from the bank robbery, because nobody home. knows his identity, he gets home. His Aunt May is like, he sneaks in his window. Crawls across the ceiling. Very impressive. Shuts the door slowly. Takes off his Spider-Man costume only to find that his best friend Ned is standing in the room. And yeah. he's like, what the fuck? So now and Ned's like, Ned. oh my God, I'm going to tell everyone. And he's like, you're not going to tell anyone. And Ned's only thought is like, oh, we're going to get so much pussy if people know you're Spider-Man. He doesn't say that. But we know what he's thinking. You, we absolutely know so what like, he's people thinking. People will think we're cool. He's like, no, girls will go down on us because you're Spider-Man and I'm your friend. Spider-friend. Spidey friend. Yeah. In any case. Spider-Man. Okay, so Peter's like on the hunt for tracking down these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, he sees a weapons deal going down out of a trunk of a car. Very New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're trying to sell. It's like these two guys who are trying to sell a local criminal. Mm-hmm. Like, who's obviously looking for like a handgun. They're like pitching him these fucking crazy, insane weapons. And... Parker recognizes them. And, mm-hmm. like, and Aaron Davis um, doesn't want anything to do with it, which is played by, um, what's his face? Donald Glover. Donald Glover. His name's not super important, but that's the guy that's a criminal's name. He's like, dude, I don't want your fucking weird, crazy ass fucking up, weapons. Guns. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, I just need like a little. A gun. He's trying to like stick up a corner store. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not trying to like kill a whole city. So this becomes another fight scene of Parker being like, oh, I got to get here and save him. But uh, but Parker does get there to save him. But at that moment, uh, Tombs, who's who has his wings, he has these. Yeah, we had seen them before when they initially go into this like weapons underground thing. It shows them like creating weapons. So Tombs, the guy who, of course, was originally just the contractor who lost his cleanup thing, is now uh, an arms dealer. Yeah, anybody. <laughs> Peter Parker shows up to like beat up these guys and take the guns, and then out comes Tombs in this fucking crazy these just crazy wings and like picks Spider-Man up like he's a little spider and tosses him into a fucking lake. Uh, he, oh, he hits this button on Spider-Man's thing and it lets a parachute out. Yeah. Then he drops Spider-Man from the sky, but because he's on top of the parachute, he just plummets mm-hmm. and it doesn't and catch him. And he gets him. wrapped up in it. And it looks like he's going to drown. Mm-hmm. Not great. Yep. Uh, he, and guess who fucking swoops in? Daddy. Of course. I mean, as soon as they like, because they show Tony Stark at the beginning. You know Tony's going to be there. You, you know he's he's part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So he fucking hauls him out and is like, don't fucking mess with these people. Yeah. Don't mess with anyone. Focus on your work. Yeah. Stop. You're not fucking equipped for this. Quit trying to play with the big boys, basically. Uh, and on that note, we're going to see if he'll play with the big boys. But first, we're going to take a, a big girl break. How about that? Love it. We're back. We left off. Tony Stark had just rescued Peter Parker from nearly drowning, which is uh, which made Peter Parker aware that there's a tracker in his suit. Not fucking happy about that because he's trying to keep on spying on people. Uh, that, by the way, Tombs he like flies back to his facility and he's talking to these two arms dealer guys. And one of them's like, I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. It's fucking crazy. And he accidentally kills the dude. He vaporizes his fucking body. Yeah, he turns him into ashes. And he's like, Oh, I thought that was the gun that was going to like pick him up and move him, the anti-gravity gun. And he's like, no. 
So then he just turns to the second guy because it was the same two goons from the little deal we saw before. And he's like, well, you're in charge of that now. You're the new shocker. And he's like, all right, because what are you going to do after you just watched a guy get vaporized? Yeah. Like, yep, sure. I will not tell anyone. Uh, So Parker and Ned, uh, they find Bryce's weapon that got left behind. It was uh, it was a little uh, Chitari. That little Chitari thing. He's like, that's not, he's like, it's a bomb. It ends up being a bomb. Oh. They find a little piece of Chitari metal that Bryce had dropped. Um, Yeah. And, oh, they pull it apart. There's like a power cord. It's a thing that I thought, like, we were like, I was like, I tried Infinity Tower. Oh, he had, he had also, Parker had slapped a tracker on Schultz. Oh, and that's right. And it goes off and it shows that they're in Washington, D.C., just outside of Washington, D.C. And he, Parker realizes. Schultz is one of the, I, I you're like using names, like. He's one of the goons. He's a, he's a goon. But Parker realizes, oh, the decathlon for my school is taking place in D.C. I should just pretend like I'm going to do the decathlon. So then he like fake rejoins the team, which is kind of a dick move. If we're being honest. Kind of a dick move. Full dick move. But whatever. Uh, and he's going to. He's gonna head to DC with them because I love he that there's, a, the there's like on. this this Indian guy in his group that just fucking talks shit to him the whole time. He's even he's not even in the group. He's I love in the school. No, no, he's in the he's on the decathlon team. He's he's bullying Peter Parker. It's a nerd bullying another nerd. Oh, I didn't for some reason I didn't put together that he was on the decathlon team. I yeah. thought that was like a sad he was on the decathlon team like, and he was bullying Peter Parker. A nerd was bullying a nerd, and it was just so funny to me. That's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, because there's a party that they go to. Yeah. Right after Ned found out he's yeah. Spider-Man. He's like, you go to, it was, this is in the past. We're digressing. But like, yeah, he has a bully who, boy, does he make his life hell. And then Spider-Man still won't say he's Spider-Man, which would give him street cred. Anyway. Okay. So they go to DC. And while they're in DC, uh, Parker's like fidgeting with his suit and Ned's helping him. And they're basically... They figured out that there were uh, basically child safety on the suit. Yeah, so they were just trying to disable the tracker so that like fucking Tony doesn't know what's going on. But then it's like beep, boop, boop. And they unlock all these advanced features that he is not equipped to handle. And Parker's like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do this. Those are literally, it's like called the training wheels uh, mechanism or something with training wheels. It's just really funny. Parker, he takes his brand new suit, his newly unveiled, you know, uh, features on the suit. He heads to where Tombs is. Yeah, he follows the tracker and he's like, I'm going to stop him from taking these weapons. But he gets fucked up, ends up inside the truck and- Locked inside the truck, misses the tournament. Will not make it to the tournament. Absolutely. No bueno. And then he discovers that the thing that they were looking at, you said this before. is a Chitauri grenade. Yeah. And he's like, oh my God, that thing's going to fucking explode. I need to get to Ned. That thing is in the backpack. I got to go fucking save my friend. Yeah, Ned is at the decathlon. He's in the Washington Monument. Whatever He's in the is. Washington Mon- Monument. They're at the top of the 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 obelisk. Obelisk? 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 You don't know how to say that word? Obelisk? It feels weird. Obelisk. Obelisk? It just feels not right. Obelisk. Are you having a... A stroke? An, an aneurysm? A brananorism? Is it aneurysm? <laughs> a banorism? A neuronism? Uh, <laughs> so he's at the top of, they're at the very peak of the obelisk. Washington Monument, which by the way, I didn't, I'm dumb. I didn't know you could go in there. I actually didn't know you can go in there I thought either. it was just like a statue. But one of the things I do love is that they ran out of money halfway up it. 
And, and then like, they had to wait. And then when they started rebuilding it, so the the obelisk is two tone. I didn't never knew that. Yeah. That's oh, it's like you ever seen a penis like that? Uh-huh. Uh, all of them. Just like they're not all like that. I mean, maybe I don't pay enough attention. Seen, I pay so much attention. If you're some Neapolitan, you can you can see. There. Oh, there are some Neapolitan penises out there, but you always can tell a, a color difference if they're circumcised. If they're not circumcised, they're all one tone. Why is that? Because there's no, you wouldn't cut the flesh off. Because I know, but I feel like sometimes flesh, halfway down the flesh, the flesh the, the, under the, the hood is different than the, the flesh, flesh outside of the, the hood. Shaft is the word I'm looking for. Oh, I really feel like it changes halfway down the shaft. Sometimes like there's like a head, and then there's, those are the Neapolitan that's where the, ones. That's where the circumcision happened. When the when it goes when half the dick's one color and half the dick's another color, that's where the circumcision took place. Yeah, I guess I don't really understand the mechanics of a circumcision decision. Because so, in my mind, before I saw a penis, I thought there was like something at the tip that you just cut off. And knowing what I know about how penises look, I'm like, wait, is, that, is that like lipo for a dick? It's literally a turtleneck sweater on your dick. I know. And I've, oh, I've seen. I know. But like if you, if you were so to. So they just like chop it down and then sew up whatever, wherever they chop. They literally chop down the side oh, and then chop around. That hurt my vagina just yeah. hearing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it, it's different on a baby. I think you can do it different. But on an adult, you do snip along the side and then cut around the bottom. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. It's like coming out of a suit. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> cut me out of my latex suit. I'm ready to I be exposed. Know, there's a comedian who talks about getting an adult circumcision. And I've always wanted to ask him what his skin was like after the circumcision. Because it had always been stuck in the hood. I wanted to know what it looked like right after he got the circumcision. Oh, right after? I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if it was like, I knew someone who had gotten adult circumcision and like the edges of the tip, like the head, mm-hmm. you know, like the mushroom tip were like Frankenstein-y. It was like, it was all like scarred. It was very strange. I just feel like it's the sort of thing where it's like when you're in a pool for too long and you get wrinkly fingers. I'm just wondering if the skin that's been under the hood of the uncircumcised dick is just all wrinkly when they cut it off. Because it hasn't been exposed. Yeah. To- well, I mean, it, every time you pull it moisture. down and you pull it up, I mean, you're you're releasing. Not always. Yeah, that's assuming your dick. If you you if have you, to pull the skin back so you don't get that cheese stuff. Smegma, <laughs> smegma. Not all guys Is clean their dick properly. <laughs> not all guys Shmegma. don't clean. Not their, all guys clean. Are their you dicks saying properly. some men don't have good hygiene habits? What? That's crazy. I mean, yeah. Some people, there's a, what's like, if you get a circumcision as an adult, where do you store your snacks? <laughs> it's like a kangaroo. Just pull it down and there's a checks mix bowl. Checks? Listen, we've derailed. We're talking about circumcision penises when we should be talking about a movie involving high schoolers. Uh, people playing high schoolers were definitely not high schoolers. Anyways, the power core is in the fucking backpack. Anywho, Parker's like, I gotta fucking get there. He beats feet there. He like hops a train, hops a bus. Spider-Man's like, around. Spidey's around, gets there, has to crawl up the monument. The side of the Washington Monument. And it's the highest he's ever climbed. It's the highest he's ever been. And he's like whole, freaking out. He gets and It's to the a top. government thing. So there's a fucking... So all of a sudden the government's, get off the building. He gets the you top... You need to remove yourself from the... And then he does this thing where he catapults himself. Well, he, well, he first is trying to open a window. Yeah, and yeah. his suit is like, that's four inch... Bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna need a hell of a lot more pressure than so that. So he first he has put spider string and he like swings back. Yeah. And he's trying to hit it, but it's not budging. And then when this helicopter comes and they're like, he's, We will shoot at you. Parker is like, I got an idea. And I'm, then he throws himself over the helicopter. Like 
with his spidey, with twists his spider around web, it, twists around it, and basically catapults himself into the window, and he knocks it open, and he goes in, and just in the nick of time. By the way, the bomb had already in the it in explodes. The, it, it already exploded, and they're like they've got an elevator shaft that is going to like drop. Yeah, they're going to drop like in the, the shaft. Big, and Parker like, gets in and and saves it just in time, and is able to get out a bunch of people. But then there are some people left inside. Anyways, blah 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 blah. Long story short, uh, Parker saves the day. Long, I love the. Blah, 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 through the biggest action in the movie thus far. I know, but I don't know how to... And so then he's fighting and then the webs come out. Well, and no, you know what's crazy too like, is like watching this scene, I was like, oh, like it feels like this is the finale and it's not. It's not. That's so, by the way, crazy. Parker's crush, Liz, who's on the decathlon team with him, um, she is one of the people in the elevator who he literally saves like by hand. Yeah. Like she's falling and he like reaches his hand out for her. And this is as Spider-Man, by the way, reaches his hand out for her, gets her up, you know, they're they're able to pull her in. Everything's okay. But like, he missed the whole decathlon. Yeah, which missed is, the whole decathlon. And, and then suddenly appears. And then suddenly appears and they're like, Peter, where were you? And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. Yeah, because he did this all as Spider-Man. So they, he doesn't know that, you know, she doesn't know. know. They don't know that. Yeah, anyway. Ned knows, so but nobody knows. Parker goes back to New York um, uh, and he confronts that Davis guy who is played by uh, uh, Childish Gambino. Oh yeah, Donald Glover. And Donald he's like, Glover. who the fuck is this guy? And he's like, I don't know, but I like I don't know where his location is, but I know where he's gonna be. So there's he's aware of another deal going yeah. on. So Parker gets there, foils the deal on the Staten Island ferry, blows up the Staten Island ferry. Oh, Island. this is crazy. So like there's f- someone hidden in a fucking car, and there's another arms deal going on on this huge ferry, which we've never been on a ferry boat. Uh, they're like a Greyhound bus for the water. They're not very fun. Uh, but like you can drive your car on t- for the Staten Island one if you're like moving to Staten mm-hmm. Island and you drive your car off and voila. A weapon that was uh, somehow lost, you know, during the skerfuffle when Tombs loses, uh, blows up the ferry and basically cuts it in half. Cuts it in half. And, and s- then Parker tries sewing it up with his web stuff to like keep it together, which I am not understanding. I do not understand the logistics of a boat. Like if a bottom of the boat has an open chamber and water can rush in, that would pull it down. What are you holding it together for? Well, because when it started splitting, it started splitting from the top. So for a moment, the bottom was still closed. Yeah. And so he looks with his suit that's all Iron Man fancy and it shows him all these like, uh, not pressure points, but like, uh, uh, where he can, where he can go to pull it together. The points pre- to where you would want to connect it. Yeah. So he, he does back the, and forth, put string. I love weaving the, it like, together. Big fat guy who's like, all right, Spider Man, and then so <laughs> it breaks. Like it's not. But fucking I, happening. I love that. Oh, it, first it goes. His suit lets him know the suit's like you. You you did ninety eight percent of a job. Yeah, good, good job. jobs. You're like. Peter, 90, you have 98% success rate or something. And then all and of a sudden like, it goes, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you had to be 100% successful. And now shit is just hitting the fan. It's no bueno. It's and like, then, it's a hellscape, a fucking giant who, fairy splitting who in half. Swoops in? Who could it be? Who could possibly who? show up at who this time? Who could save the day? Who could come in and fix what it's the fuck Papa. is broken? It's Papa Stark. Iron Man shows up. And by the way, his suit, you know, like, we think Peter's suit is cool, shooting strings for every hole. Iron Man can weld, apparently. He, he's a traveling welder. He just like... Vrrr. By the way, did underwater welding. Welded that whole boat back together. That, the technology of the Iron Man suit today is still... Astounding. So fucking impressive. It's, it's mind-blowing. 
It's mind blowing. So, and then he's like, you're fucking done. He basically grounds Peter from and being- And takes away his suit. So now taking Parker, the suit. You're not, you, the internship's done. Peter Parker is back to his pajama suit. Yeah, his really pathetic- Pajama suit. Pajama suit. So Parker goes to high school. He's back like, just back to being normal. And he's like, Homecoming's right. happening. And he's like- Spider-Man homecoming. I need to uh, ask Liz. So he yeah. asks Liz and she says, Jis. Yeah, Liz, gorgeous. He's had a crush on her forever. And he's like, all right, I'll come to your house tonight. Even though she's mad that he missed a decathlon. But he's got to pick her up. It's very classic. Show up, meet the parents. He shows up, knocks on the door of Liz's house. And guess who fucking answers? Tombs. Her dad is fucking Tombs. This evil cartoonish didn't road, see that like coming. road cleaning villain is fucking some hot black lady. And now he's got a hot mixed daughter. Oh, she's stunning too. Stunning, and it's a very fair. like, he's like, hey, nice to meet you. This, there's very much a moment of, does he know? It's because like Spider-Man has, is always wearing a mask. You see yeah, it in Peter's he, face. He ultimately uh, figures it out based on all the little details that Liz has given him, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that like, oh, we were at the decathlon, but like Peter disappeared. We didn't know where he was, blah, blah, blah. We saw him later. But then it's like, happened. You weren't in like, there. Hmm. So here's, here's, they arrive at the homecoming and Toombs is like, hey, honey, uh, uh, why don't you go on inside and have a little talk with uh, your friend Peter here? Yeah, who, by the way, he'd already been like, I feel like I've heard your, have we met before? I feel like I've heard your voice. I know that voice. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about because Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He never bothered to change his voice. Yeah, not at all. No matter. He's like, hey. So she goes in and he does, you know, he takes the classic don't fuck with my daughter thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's going to do anything. And then Peter pulls a fucking slick move and he leaves his phone in the car. Yeah. He's like, he basically, he just tells Peter, like he kind of gives him an out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he goes, don't ever fuck with me again. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Got it. Peter's like, nope. So he figures out, Peter goes into the dance and he's like, oh, I know what he's going to fucking do. Yeah. He's going to try and get this plane that's going from the Avengers Tower that's heading to... The new headquarters. The new headquarters. Because Tony was moving. That's when Tony was moving the headquarters to upstate. Yeah. Uh, So he's like, all right, he's going to go try to take the plane because the plane has weapons on it. And then he's like, well, I got to fucking handle this. And he slips in something a little bit more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And then as he's bursting outside, he runs into Schultz. Schultz, uh, who is the shocker, which I thought was so funny. Mm -hmm. Hilarious. That was so goddamn funny. So he's got his suit with his fucking fancy thing. And And then Parker, because he's in his old shitty suit. All he has is. All he has is his. It's a portable web shooter. And that gets knocked away from him. And guess who fucking saves the day? Ned. Fucking butterball Ned. Dorky Ned saves Ned the day. grabs the Spidey shooty and shoots uh, Schultz and pins him onto a bus. So now he's spidered up on the bus. And, uh, you know, Peter Parker's like, oh, Ned, you're the best. I gotta go. Yeah, and he takes off in his literal pajamas. He takes off in his pajamas and follows the tracker to where it's going. Yeah, so he gets to Toombs headquarters. Toombs is there. It's com- confrontation time. Mm-hmm. Shit's about to get crazy. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Shit's about to collapse. Literally, mm-hmm. Peter Parker's there. Toom starts shooting. He's like slicing the top of columns around him in this building. And Spider-Man's like, 
you're, you're miss- missing me or something. I can't remember. He was like getting fucking cocky about it. Yeah, because Spider-Man's like jumping around. And he's like, oh, I wasn't trying to hit you. He slices the last beam and then it becomes very apparent that the entire ceiling's about to, it's collapsing on mm-hmm. him. It's uh-huh. literally crushes Peter. Yep. Peter's now smooshed. I mean, when you want to talk about good acting, this scene was, he was, I mean, wild how good that was. Yeah. Like I was like emotionally feeling like this is really like what a person trapped under a collapsed building would be like. It was heavy. I felt really heavy in that scene. What's, what's wild is that he, he's trapped and I'm like, there's no way this kid is getting out of this. Like, I just don't see how he could possibly get out of it. And then he has this moment that he flashed back to. He sees his mask, by the way, just out of his reach. And you, it's like reflecting in like water or something. Something. But he remembers this thing that Tony Stark had said to him. And I always love like a good Tony Starkism where he's like, um, your suit isn't what makes you powerful. If you need the suit if to be you, powerful, you don't deserve. Yeah, you don't deserve it. To be an Avenger. You don't you deserve, deserve yeah. to, to have the suit. And so he just fucking digs deep as fuck. He finds that mama bear, my kid's being crushed by a car and I can lift it with my one arm strength. Lift it with just my clit. And he's like, come on. He goes, come on, Spider-Man. Come oh, on, so Spider-Man. Cute. That's what I'm going to do when I'm working out now. I'm like, come on, Spider-Man. If you had a superhero, what would you want to name her? Super bitch. Super bitch. I don't know. But people just kept calling you super itch and you're just like a person with a lot of allergies. Why do all of your superheroes have allergies? Because, I mean... It's not a superhero ability. My superhero is IBS. It's a weakness. Um, Your superhero is IBS? My my superhero character is going to be called IBS. IBS and the race for the toilet. So, he gets... he, He manages to somehow find the inner strength to get out. As he's getting out... Toombs is about to take off on his uh, vulture, his vulture mobile, his his, his wings that he attaches himself into. The wings of a satanic and Peter, angel. Peter Parker binds himself to it with some spidey web. And so he is now just flailing through the air um, and he's getting higher and higher and higher. And then Spider-Man, or no, uh, Toombs gets to the the Avengers plane to get, yeah. the, to get the weapons. Long story short, gets inside. There's this whole thing open and his effort to steal from the plane are thwarted by Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, there's a whole, I mean, there's like a crazy fight scene. Peter manages to safely crash the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still objectively a crash. Safely crash the plane. But then he continues to keep fighting with Tombs. And then Tombs is about to get away and Parker realizes that his suit's about to explode and he's literally screaming for him. He's like, your suit is going to explode. Yeah, because why? I think just a malfunction had happened. Oh, okay. Like, I couldn't remember like what the thing was. I don't know if it was because of like the technology was bad or it had endured like so much. But he, it explodes. Oh, Tomb's name is Vulture, by the way. Oh, that's so funny that like I didn't. I never, Neither did I. Never, that's I so funny because I was like, he's obviously got a villain name, but I don't know if we covered it or they covered it. And then- Tony just going like, you know, don't mess with these vultures is like, oh, it's literally his name is Vulture. Yeah. Well, we are, we, we're the worst. Uh, man, the vulture. Imagine. The vulture. There's all these other Dr. Octagon and the vulture. You just scavenge. 
What I loved about the scene where once his suit explodes, Peter Parker saves his life, pulls yeah. him out of where he is. He pulls him out. He's alive. He can barely move, but he le- he's like, you're alive. Okay, I know you're alive. Now I'm going to leave you for the police. Yeah, and at one point, we forgot to mention this earlier, when, when he and uh, Toombs were having a discussion and he's like, listen, I know you saved my daughter's life. So he recognizes that what Peter Parker did was save his daughter's life. Yeah. So these guys have a, this emotional connection where Peter not only saved his daughter's life, but he just saved his life. So I think maybe that's why he gave him the opportunity to just walk away initially. That he's like, I don't want to do this to you. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, the the vulture is a villain. But like this all started because some big contract job was taken away from him. Yeah, because he got fucked over. He's trying to feed his family. Yeah. And so he's a villain that you like understand. And I think those are all the best villains. The villains where you're like, you feel for them a little. A little that you go like, this guy's just trying to feed his family. Yeah, he just really fucking And it's his like his he, his daughter's a senior. He wants her to get be able to go to college because she's very smart, but it seems like they're a very working class family. Yeah. Michael Keaton again, by the way, watched it on his 70, 70th birthday. Incredible actor. So Peter leaves him to be arrested and then Tony's crew finds out basically that Peter Parker crushed it basically. Oh, yeah. 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 I was like, wait. Yeah, so Toombs ends up getting arrested and Liz is going to have to move. Yep, Liz is going to have to move. She's really upset. He tries to apologize for her for bailing because he left her at the the homecoming. Oh, yeah, Uh, because that's right. Because it had been homecoming. She mm -hmm. got out. He came in and like immediately left. Yeah. She's like, what did my dad say to you? And he's like, I have to go. So she doesn't understand why he was so weird, whatever. But then... um, And that's when Stark gets word of what happened and he's like, all right. All right, it's time we're inviting you to be a full-time Avenger. Which... Parker uh, declines. Because of Sony Pictures, we think. You can't really be in it. It's uh-huh. such a fucked... So this was Sony Pictures and they like extended... Disney Sony extended want, Iron wanna... Man's contract to like allow him in this one movie. Yeah. But this remained a, a mm-hmm. Sony Pictures yeah. thing. And he goes, no thanks, which is fucking wild. He says, no thanks. And then... Um, Peter's like, oh, that was just a test, right? You don't even have a press conference going on in there. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, yeah, it was a test. You passed. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then it yeah, is going to be big- he did have a press conference ready to announce that Peter Parker was part of, or Spider-Man was part of the Avengers universe. But um, Pepper Potts comes out. She's like, what the fuck? There's so much fucking press in there. What are we going to do? And so he decides to make it about their engagement. He, he just proposes just her. because there's... Why not? A TV, which I guess, I mean, do you... Th- do you think she's like, oh, was it all an elaborate scheme for the proposal? I don't know. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, he, uh, it was all part of the, but there was a, you know, even talked to Spider-Man. Yeah. And then he gets home and he finds on his bed, uh, that, uh, Spider-Man, t- not Tony. Spider- Spider-Man gets home and finds out that, uh, uh, Tony Stark had gave him his suit back. Yeah. And he puts it on just as Aunt May walks in and catches And Aunt him. May is like, to fuck. What in the fuck? So this is like, all right, that's the movie. Now Aunt May knows. Mm -hmm. Cards are on the table. Cut to mid-credit scenes. There's a guy confronting Tombs in prison. And he's like, I heard you know uh, who Spider-Man is. You're going to tell us? So Tombs was someone, we saw him at some point. He was Mm -hmm. in the bank. He was in the bank Uh robbery group. Yeah. Not Tombs. The McGargan. 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 Gargamel. It, this is one of the bangers who got put away earlier by Spider-Man. And he's like, oh, I heard you know who he is. And Tombs is like, no, nope, I don't know who he is. 
McGargan. <laughs> and is just like on his way out. Yeah, like, he knows, but he's like, he goes, he goes, you think he'd still be alive if I knew who he was? And it's like, ah, somebody's got a soft spot. Yeah, man. and that's interesting in telling about that character as well. That you go like, okay, he really was that. He had that little nugget of, he's just trying to fucking make a living. And then I like the post-credit scene, which we didn't mention this, but throughout the whole movie, there's these clips that like the gym teacher keeps playing. Yeah, of Captain put- America doing PSAs. Yeah, just like, Stay in school, kids. Here's Don't how you do, do this. do drugs. So you're in detention. And then he does one. It's a, it's a service announcement of him being like, the most valuable trait a soldier or student can have is patience. Sometimes patience is the key to victory. Sometimes it leads you to very little. It, it seems, seems like, like it's not it's worth n- it. And you wonder why you waited so long for something so disappointing, which is really funny because he's talking about the movie. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about like, be patient with the next one coming out. But it's also like, sometimes you put, it's so, it's so funny inside. Mm-hmm. Inside baseball. Franchise of him going, you know, sometimes you really build up something, which I don't know the timeline between uh, Guardians and this, or I guess even more importantly, Captain America Civil War, what the like actual timeline was, like mm-hmm. when those came out. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if it was, such a big deal. Because at the time, I don't remember. It was such a big deal. And it was delayed with them trying to come to a negotiation of how to have Spider-Man be more in the Avengers. And Sony just wouldn't fucking... Was that before Sony had all, all those emails leaked? I hope Sony's fucking tanking just because this didn't work. No, I, I don't know. It's really They're annoying not going to, to me. They're fine. But all in all, great movie. It's kind of a bummer to think like, oh, we're not really going to get to see him. Yeah. He's as not much really as we'd all like. Of, yeah. We will find out if, you know, the yet to arrive to us far from home will be the end of Tom Holland's run as Spider-Man. I mean, eventually he's got to get too old to be the character. I love that Sony is just ruining this for everyone. Yeah, Sony, you fucking suck. They underpaid Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger Games. They have bad emails. And they won't relinquish Spider-Man to where he truly belongs. In the Marvel Universe at Disney. What did you think uh, of this one weighed up against? I mean, this was oh, a brand I new character Spider-Man's movie. one of my favorite characters. Um, Tombs was amazing. I'd never met that character. What a fun character. I mean, Michael Keaton's always great. He's always yeah. going to be great. I'm excited because our next movie is my favorite. Maybe my favorite in the franchise, but it's miles above all the other Thors. It's Thor. Ragnarok. Awesome. And then Black Panther. Yeah, and and then I mean, Avengers Infinity War. Jesus, we are making our way through, you guys. Yeah, we only have a couple weeks left of phase three. Crazy. And Crazy. then, well, you know, of course, we'll do Black Widow and we'll do Shang-Chi. I don't know. I think we're going to do Wanda and et cetera, et cetera. But like, we're really firing through. You're going to love you. Have you seen Thor Ragnarok? No, I'm very excited. Oh, uh, you're going to love it. It's so, so funny. Excited. I saw Thor Ragnarok before I'd seen either of the other Thors. So I had much higher hopes when I watched those and they just weren't, they were not what Ragnarok was. So you're going to love it. Have you seen Black Panther? Yes. Man. Love some, love me some Black Panther. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Me too. Listen, if you want to watch these movies with us, patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. Join our second tier and higher comes to all our movie watches. Also, we're planning a fucking trip to Universal Studios, which has a whole comic book world. Marvel-centric. There's a Spider-Man ride. There's a whole thing. Um, You only get the details if you're a patron. Of course, you get the details on that at any level. 
And also, if you want to support us, but you're like, I just can't afford to spend extra money right now. I get it. It's fucking crazy out there. Well, one way you can support us that is absolutely free is to go leave a rating and a review wherever you're listening to this. Follow us at Two Filthy Nerds wherever you like to follow things. We're on all of the things except TikTok. Fuck that. It's too much work. And uh, join our Facebook group. See some funny comic book and nerd related memes. Fellowship of the Filthy Nerds. Follow me at JMS Comedy. Follow Nicole at Nicole Amy. We love you guys. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production.